Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and today's episode is super cool. We are talking to Dionne Biemans, and she is a Dutch actress, and you might have seen her um, in Slave Market, which is a new series um, that streams on Shahid, which is an Arabic streaming platform. And we are talking with her. She's the lead actress in it, and she's a natural redhead. She lives in Amsterdam and she's Dutch. And so we wanted to have on an international redhead because we think it's so important to hear from redheads all over the world about how it was and their experience growing up as a redhead, how they've come to so much success. And just to hear her, um, we are so excited to just hear about her beauty tips too. I mean, she's gorgeous and hear about her roles and just hear about her life. And her confidence, especially she is a model and now an actress. So just getting her tips on, you know, if you're listening and you're um, maybe not loving your red hair or dealing with bullying at school or amongst friends or just in your life, you're just maybe dealing with that uh, confidence that many redheads do experience no matter your age. So we love to hear from actor when we do talk with redheaded actors, actresses, models, you know, that's kind of a top question that we like to ask just because you need to exude so much confidence, whether you're faking it on set and in front of the camera or, you know, or you're just like, no, this is who I am. And I think it's, it's cool to, to, as Adrian mentioned, talking to someone that is not from America, which typically most of our guests are. And it's just something because we're based in in the U.S., but hearing her side, how is it like growing up? Because when we talk to like redheads who grew up in the U.K., um, it's, you know, it's a lot of bullying we hear from many redheads. And is that the same where she grew up and what was that like? So it's something that, um, yeah, we've just been really interested and we've been following her for quite some time on Instagram. And if you were to look at her page, um, her handle is her entire name. So it's D-I-A-N-B-I-E-M-A-N-S. And we'll definitely put this in the podcast notes. But first thing that really comes to my mind, you know, when when I see her page and I start scrolling is all the colors that she wears, Mm -hmm. um, being a redhead. So that's something that we're definitely going to want to talk to her about. And it's not just... um, I don't like to use the word, it's not safe colors, but it's not just your blacks and your neutral. She uses, a, she wears a lot of pop of color and how kind of that plays in with confidence, right, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. Um, so she is a Dutch actress and TV presenter, just so you guys know more about her. Um, mm-hmm. She started her career as a model in 2007, which I'm really interested in talking to her about because redheads, you know, if they're bullied and then you become a model. I mean, I, that transition can be hard. Um, she became a model at 17. And then after many years of working as a well-known international model, she became an actress. And so in the last few years, it's resulted in notable acting roles 
Um, she studied several acting techniques and is developing and expanding her career now. Um, but in 2018, she was nominated for Best Actress at the 48th Film Festival in Eindhoven for her first lead. And then in 2020, right before COVID, um, after her first international feature film, she was awarded Best Actress at a live TV show in Seoul, South Korea. So we have so much to talk to her about, about her award for Best Actress, about her her roles in general um, and what's up next for her. And, you know, just to introduce everyone too who doesn't know her, um, just to introduce, you know, to another redhead celebrity actress that we're so excited to follow because when we were growing up, Steph, we didn't have any redhead celebrities. Mm-hmm. I think like it was Lindsay Lohan because she was close in our age. Ball. Lucille Ball, who was like, already had passed away by the time we were born right like like we yeah. didn't have anyone i want to say until julianne moore became like really famous yeah, yeah we didn't really have any representation so when we started connecting with dion we're like we need to get her on the podcast and introduce her to the how to be a redhead audience because we just feel like she's so super cool and she's just you know gonna give us so many great tips yeah so let's call her up now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with a tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. Hi, Dion. It's Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti from the How to Be a Redhead podcast. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for being a guest. We're excited to talk with you. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. So for us in our audience, your name is pronounced Dion. Um, and you told Pam, our producer, not like the English Diane or yeah, but that's fine as well. Um, and your last name is pronounced how? B B Mans? B months, yes. So the, the A would be okay. pronounced as so the A in Chicago. Pronounce the S. And the um, a so is not pronounced like the A in, the a in Chicago. That makes sense. Yeah, um, so you have to like lift uh, it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So a, a B month is uh, is a um, Dutch dialect for a beekeeper. So it's a B man, <laughs> if it makes sense. Got it. Got it. Yeah, we yeah. we, we kind of wanted to familiarize ourselves with Dutch, you know, just uh, <laughs> in our audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dion Biman, is that right? And also an S, Biman's. Biman's. Perfect. Biman's. Okay. Okay. And a question we like to ask all of our guests in kind of the start of every every episode is, um, where did you grow up, and what was it like growing up as a redhead? Well, um, I grew up in uh, Bordeaux, which is a really small village in the southern part of the Netherlands on the countryside. Um, and it was kind of difficult because I was the only ginger, the only redhead Mm. in town, I guess, in in the village. Um, my parents are not redheads. My sister is not. The whole school was white. Everyone was blonde, had black or brown hair. So I was kind of an outcast. I felt like I didn't belong. I was different. So it was a lot on my own. Yeah. And I also think that that's the reason why I'm so disciplined and career driven right now because I do everything myself and well 
I've always done yeah. everything myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. And who in your family has red hair? Um, well, it's very far. So it's on one side, I think it was the mother of the grandfather and the other side, the father of the grandmother. So it's okay. A lot of generations. Generation. But on the side of my father, lots of uh, nephews and nieces have red hair. So it's somewhere. And also my sister, who is not a red hat, she's a dark blonde and her ex-husband as well. But they got uh, a ginger kid. Really? Oh, oh yeah, wow! So awesome. it's so it's definitely in the genes on 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 all sides. Yeah. Wow! So they all carrying the gene, but they don't because they didn't become a ginger. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's, that's so great. That's so great. And then you became an international model after yes. like were you a teenager when? Because usually people start modeling young. So were you young, and then you started to be? It just became your full time job. Yeah, I, I think I was I was sixteen when I was scouted. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and a photographer just came up to me and said, "Like, well, I think you can be a great model." And because I've had been bullied so much, I was like, "Me, a model? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so I asked for his business card, and I just continued shopping. I was like, "Bye, <laughs> have a great day." <laughs> but then later on, I decided to just. Um, yeah, I go with it and do the photo shoot. And I really liked it. And I got the picture, pictures. And then um, we had a thing like fake Facebook, but it was a Dutch kind of face, Facebook. It was Hives. Okay. And I thought, well, nice pictures for on Hives. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course. That's it. But then a few weeks later, another photographer saw these pictures and he also asked me. And at the third time it was paid. And I was 16 and I was working at a Chinese restaurant in the weekends it's like, well, this is another fee. <laughs> this is something else. Wow. And then I started modeling. So I had a job every month and then it became every week and then it became almost every day. Wow. Yeah. And when did you get the confidence? Like when did you start loving your hair? Was it when you started modeling? Like when you started getting people, people must have been telling you your hair is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, especially on set, every time the makeup artist and the hairstylist, they told me your hair is so beautiful. And the first few times I was like, yeah, funny. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, yeah, I start to love it now, too. So it really took some time uh, before I started to appreciate my ginger hair. But um, yeah, now I really like it. Yeah, no, it's it's so it's so stunning. For the next question, for we have a two part question. Um, how did you get into acting? And do you feel like your red hair helped with your acting roles? Mm -hmm. So how did you transfer from being a model and then going into acting? Well, that's actually kind of a funny story. Um, when I was younger, I always used to do pranks on the phone with my friends, but also just calling companies and prank the people that were picking up the phone. <laughs> just... It was before the YouTube time. I mean, if if you, YouTube would have been there, I would probably have recorded it and I would be famous right now. But I just did it with some friends and I always started to prank people. Um, and a friend of me knew that. And she started to work at a production company and they were doing um, like these, um, how do you call that? Um, candid camera shows mm. on television. And she was oh, like, yeah. He is great at pranking people. <laughs> and I was like, so I, she invited me for the audition. I did an audition with loads of actors, 
that all did theater school and had like these enormous experience in acting. And I, I totally didn't have any experience. I only pranked people on the phone. So I did the audition and I got through and they booked me for loads of TV shows after that. Wow. Um, and then everyone said like, you could be a great actress because I did commercials as a model and I think did all these um, candid camera shows. I often hear that, like, you, you could be a great actress. And I was like, well, I'm studying medicine. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a surgeon. <laughs> were you? You were studying oh, You were wow. studying medicine? Yeah, I did study medicines, uh, medicine, the, the Bachelor of Science. And I also have a Bachelor in Science and a Master in Science in International Business. Because during modeling, I started to get more interested into marketing. So I was like, I want to be a marketeer or I want to have my own company. Wow. And I finished it all, but... Um, well, I do not really do a lot with it. It's very convenient when you have to negotiate and have to sign sure. contracts, but um, and to market yourself. But yeah, I got into acting because I really liked it. So uh, in 2018, I think yeah, I think it was the end of, end of 2018. I started to take some acting classes, and I started to like it so much, and I was like. I want to be an actress. Mm. And everyone was like, yeah, Dion, that's not going to happen. I mean, there's so many people that want to act. And I was like, no, I really want to become an actress. And I Ooh. know I can. <laughs> and I was like, well, I always believed in myself. And um, yeah, and then it just happened. Wow. Wow. And congratulations on winning Best Actress at KBS in Seoul, Thank South you. Korea in 2020. How did that moment feel? I was kind of crazy because I was supposed to go to Cape Town for two and a half months for modeling. And right before that, I got a call from South Korea from a company, a broadcasting company, and they wanted to fly me into uh, Seoul uh, to be in an award show. They only told me I was nominated. They didn't tell me I would get an award. And I was like, well, that does not really fit into my schedule. And I had been plenty of times to South Korea for modeling. And I was like, they only wanted me to be there for 24 hours. So it doesn't make any sense to fly there, be there in an award show, not being called on stage and then being flown back. Yeah, so really. I literally told them. And also my passport was at the South African embassy because I needed to get a work visa for South Africa. I didn't even have a passport. So I was like, this is too much of a hustle. I said, no, Dion, it's go really going to be worth your time. So I was thinking, what does that even mean? It's going to be worth your time. So I was like, maybe I'm going to win the award. So Ooh, let's just yeah. go there. So I uh, went to the embassy to get an emergency visa, <laughs> an emergency passport, sorry. And then I flew to South Korea and I've been there for 30 hours only. And then I flew back wow. so I could fly to South, South Africa. But yeah, I won the award and it was, it was crazy because I only did one Asian movie only a small role in an Asian movie. So to get an award in an, in an Asian country in which you are really not well known right. is a big deal. Yeah. 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 Has it really, has your, did your career change after that? Not at all. Because it was right before COVID. Was, I was going to so say, actually, oh. be before COVID, yeah. because when I saw 2020, I was like, it had oh to be God. before. Yeah. Like, was it in February so or? Well, uh, it was in January, okay. in uh, mid-January. And then the oh, wow. day after I arrived back in the Netherlands, I flew to South Africa for work. And then I flew back 
somewhere in March. And then I was supposed to go to South Korea. I planned it all. There were plenty of requests for me, auditions. Everyone wanted to meet me there. So I made like a whole tour through South Korea. I planned it all. Um, but when I got back from Cape Town, all the borders closed. Right. So I wasn't mm. allowed to go into the country anymore. And now two years after, of course, no one knows about the award anymore. So f- for the South Korean industry, it didn't do anything for me. No. But it's okay. still, but it's still about... such a big achievement, though. I mean, congratulations. Yeah. It is. It really it was, is. And I'm full timing. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Everything does happen for a reason, though. So it was it was supposed to happen. So maybe in the future, you're going to realize, wow, this award was meant to be in some way. But how is it? I'm curious to know, too. Do you have plans to come to the U.S. for acting? Mm, I've been thinking about that a lot because, of course, there's a lot of work there. Um, But there are also a lot of actresses that do speak way better English than I do and there is so many actors there so the opportunities are smaller I think so for me but yeah obviously I would love to act in in America and I would love to try my chances there someday but uh, in the last few years I didn't go because I didn't feel like it was my time okay and now since I've had a lead in a big international right, tv series right right i think mm-hmm. it could be my time now so i might yeah for work visa be- and go there soon yeah yeah because i don't know if on your television um where you are but here in america adrian right yeah. like not so much on shows and movies but commercials there's studies been shown that more redheads are on commercials because red yeah. tends to sell more so it was so interesting, like the Super Bowl in on um, in February. Obviously, the commercials are really big during the game, and so many redheads were on the commercials. So it's just something that I always like to. I have a few actors that are friends in New York City, and they say that, "Oh my God!" Anytime I go to, I, they've said in the past, anytime they've gone to an audition for a commercial, there's so many redheads because typically, you know, they, they get it. They, they they like to be casted. Yeah. Yeah, that has changed a lot because when I started modeling about 15 years ago, they didn't book redheads at all. They always wanted oh. an average girl and which, what I mean, what does average even mean? But they mean yeah. like a blonde or right. brown hair girl. Right. Because they, they always said to me, well, they said, I think you're too much. You're too and much. And then you can already feel that it's the ginger hair or it's the... Well, to me, it sounds ridiculous too much. But yeah, I mean, I'm also a person. So I also represent the world population. But um, yeah, yeah, they always wanted blonde girls, girls with brown hair, because that could be like your neighbor. Right. That's how they would explain it. And then ginger's too special. It's too much. (laughs) It's too... Okay. It was always something too. Well, hopefully, hopefully yeah. that that has changed. Like Times everything, changed. Else, everything yeah. else in the world, right? Like, let's just hope that's yeah. changed for the good. It's changing a lot right now, and also with acting. Um, when I started acting, I was always cast as a feisty type, so like the mistress. Mm. I mean, the blonde girl is always the nice wife, and then the ginger <laughs> is always the feisty uh, mistress, right? Like but the cruel one. Also <laughs> yeah. tend to understand that we're also normal people, and that we can 
play every role. Yeah. So yeah, it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we want to talk about the current series called Slave Market that you are starring in and you're filming season two um, and it's produced by Shahid, which is an Arabic streaming platform. Did I say that correctly? That's correct. And it's a period drama set in the 1900s that follows five people who fall into slavery, um, which, you know, Pam even sent us a picture of you during filming um, in a scene where your character finds out her drunken husband sold their daughters to a slave trader. Um, it looks like incredible acting. So tell us about the part and how it came about. And you seem very excited about it. So, you know, tell us more. Well, it's an amazing series and it's an amazing opportunity for me. Um, so in the series, I'm playing a mother of who her three daughters are being sold by her drunken husband to a slave trader. And that's oh where God. the story starts that's the first episode and during this whole series it's a it's just a journey of me trying to get my babies back Mm. so it's two full seasons of that um in which i'm doing everything that i can and more to to get them back or at least to get them to get the best possible life for them um so there's a lots of ups and downs uh, fear hope um yeah desperation everything in between um yeah it's dramatic wow it's wow dramatic. where where do you film that um the first season the first eight episodes of the first season have been filmed in lebanon okay and then we started oh. filming in egypt oh wow. Oh, wow wow that's awesome how is that so in lebanon it it was amazing. Well, in Lebanon, it was in a nature uh, reserve. So um, it was in the middle of the mountains. It was outside. Really cold, though. Wow. I thought it would be warm in Lebanon, but it, would, it wasn't. <laughs> um, it was amazing to film there. And in Egypt, they have these enormous studios um, just built in the middle of the desert. And whole sets, wow. whole villages. And that's where we were shooting the last episode of the first season and the second season. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And have you, had you been to Egypt before? Yes. Wow. Well, on a holiday. Wow. So wow. No, I want to go there for my 40th, which is like four years away, but um, I have to see the pyramids. Like I just, I really want to go to Egypt. It must be amazing. I saw them. You did. <laughs> did you get to, did you get yeah, to go I in? Had... Did you get to go in or no? No, I only had one day off and, on that day I also had to do rehearsals and learn my lines and I was so tired because of these long shooting days um so we only had like two three hours at the pyramids oh wow to go there and to visit and to to get back so I didn't go in wow no so where are you filming now for season two I already finished filming so I'm back in Amsterdam yeah I just finished oh you just finished wow last week yeah wow and how do you feel how, are you excited about you know what's coming up and like you know for everyone to see it yeah i am yeah so the first episode premiered on the 13th of january and i already got so many qu- great re- yeah i heard so many great things about it. people have been watching it even here in the netherlands while shahed is um I mean, in in Arabic countries, Shahad is as big as Netflix is. Oh wow! But oh, here okay. it's not because right. yeah, the majority of series and films that are on Shahad are still Arabic. 
So mm. not many people here will get a subscription on Shahed because there's not m- many English things on it. But now they start to film more English-speaking series. Um, so it's getting bigger and bigger worldwide. But even some people in the Netherlands um, have have a subscription right now so i've been on a dutch tv show on a dutch talk show um the biggest one in the netherlands and after that a lot of people uh have been watching the show yeah. so that's amazing it that's sounds awesome. it sounds great so are we able to st- can we download the app and and watch it here too okay so yeah. so we'll put that in the podcast notes everyone who wants to watch it will say how to download Definitely. the app and then how to watch the show because i i it just i think if it's a really good show people will download the app you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. for instance, I'm we, we like 1923 and like uh, Yellowstone and all that stuff. And you have to download this new app. And I think everyone's just yeah. like, sure, we'll download it. <laughs> so yeah, right. yeah, of course, it. Yeah, just to watch it. So <laughs> I would love to, to watch it. I can't wait. Great. So, yeah. And then now we definitely wanted to get into beauty tips. Um, can you share any of your favorite beauty tips focusing on skin and makeup. I'm sure um, you get your hair and makeup done quite frequently, especially models and being on sets as an actress. So, um, but you personally, maybe any great beauty tips? To be honest, I'm the worst person to ask. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because I use products what they're not supposed to be used for. And I mean, when I'm doing my eyebrows, I'm using um, eyeshadow powder because uh i was never able to find the right shade for my eyebrows um sometimes i'm using lipstick on my cheeks i'm like doing whatever i feel like doing to be honest but it's right well, i mean what works and what looks yeah. good and you look gorgeous you too? sorry you do that with skincare too yeah, well, with skincare, uh, I actually only use products that hydrate my skin, so moisturizer, and sometimes a serum with like vitamin C or, um, yeah, something against aging. Yeah, no, I mean, your skin looks perfect. Yeah. Do you wear sunscreen? Yes, that's something, well, all the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way you looked yeah, at yeah, us, yeah. like, of yes. course, of yeah. course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I cannot live without sunscreen. Yes, obviously. Of yeah. course, of course. No, we 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 totally get that. We have to send you, by the way, we'll send you a package of our finally have brows and finally have lashes. So you have it because I feel like you'll just love it. Um, especially the, the pencil so and the much. gels are so great for your brows. You'll love it. So we'll we'll get your address and send it to you this week. Amazing. Yeah. I'll try that out. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. no, of course, of course. So yeah. um, we see you are on frequent red carpets. Um, so do you like to wear certain colors like when it comes to your dresses and outfits? Yes. Um, my favorite color is emerald green. Mm. Ooh, um, yeah. I like turquoise as well. So mostly it's blue and greens but lately i also started to wear brighter colors like pink and um even yellow and red i love red. yeah because yeah, I think on a red carpet you really need to stand out and of course already the, the red hair is doing that but i saw a picture of i think it was jessica Chastain in a oh fugia yeah. pink dress yeah. and i was like i need to have one myself yeah too. i think she wore I, yeah, she wore a pink lip too yes yeah. it looked amazing oh my god i know that was my that, favorite the... i to do that too 
Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, I think she loves it. Award shows. Yeah, she's always stepping out of the box with her colors, like yellow, same thing, like the list of colors that you recommended, but the fuchsia, because I think a lot of redheads think that they can't wear pink and yeah. you can wear it. It's, and you can wear it so well with like, you can wear red with your red hair and a red lip and you can wear pink yeah. with the pink lip and your red hair. So I think it's just feeling, I think at the end of the day, maybe a redhead just has to feel a little comp, you know, know that. Yeah okay, yes, I can wear this and feel the confidence. And I think it's because of the pale skin, because you mm. need to wear a glamorous makeup with it. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, you might look ill. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. like washed out a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like So you need to wear a bright lip and a good glamorous makeup. It's so true. Mm -hmm. I actually, I have, it's not contagious. I have like an eye infection. And because I did something with my contacts. But anyway, the doctor was like, no mascara for two weeks. And I was like, Oh my god! People are gonna think that I'm sick because I'm so. My eyelashes are so blonde. Are yours so blonde? Are they white? Yeah, they're like you can see through them. Yeah. But that's yeah. also a funny thing because normally I always was booked as an actress and a model for glamorous roles. Uh, they started in the morning with doing this glamorous makeup and my hair and everything. But with Slave Market, I'm playing a poor mother. So I'm right. not wearing any makeup. The makeup I'm wearing is, is a special effects makeup to make me 20 years older. So they made wrinkles every single day. No way. Uh, they gave me more freckles <gasps> to show that I was working outside a lot. Um, and a lot more, yeah, just a lot more wrinkles. So there was no mascara or anything to make me beautiful. And actually, I like that so much because it's so boring to play glamorous roles. Mm. You don't want to okay. play someone who has a great life. Yeah. <laughs> <Boring>. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm wondering, too, when you have to take off the special effects makeup, is your skin super sensitive? Do, you, do they help you take it off? Or what do you do when you have to just basically you're done filming? Well, um, I always did that under the shower with hot water so that I could take it off easily because it was like a kind of a gel that kind of wrinkles the skin. But I noticed that it was drying out my skin mm. as well. So after two months of filming, I've got a little more wrinkles than I had before. But it will be fine in a few weeks, I think. So. <laughs> no, no, you don't even... <laughs> it will get away. <laughs> you don't even notice. Well, I do, I do, but it's it's fine. Maybe it's also all the long days and all the stress during the filming. Maybe it's not the special effects makeup, and that's yeah. not possible because it, it was a be. very stressful period. Yeah, and now, um, now that season two has wrapped up, what do you have planned for the rest of twenty twenty three? Well, to be honest, I just got back, so uh, <laughs> nothing yet. But I've done some auditions. Um, uh, for a few commercials, but also for a few series and films. And one of them is a big thing for me. It's a series that, it's a small role in a series, but it's directed by, I can't say too much, but it's a director that has also directed multiple episodes of Game of Thrones, the second oh, season of wow. Dragon Thor. So oh I'm my like, God. I want to get this role. I want to work yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's oh huge. God. That's huge. And yeah. when do you hear about season three of of Slave Market? The story is finished. They're finishing the second season right now because it was 
Um, there are five storylines in the series. Okay. Uh, we were the last one to shoot the first season, but we were also the first one to shoot the second season. Okay, so we're shooting the other storylines right now. And I think it will come out soon already. I'm not sure when, but I think the first episode of the second season will already come out soon. Probably during Ramadan, because that's the time when everyone is watching Shahed. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so, the, so, so that's even more of an incentive for people to download the app and watch it because they can watch the whole story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. I love Rather that. Than waiting for like season three, four, if four, you know, you, when you fall in love with the show and then you realize, oh my God, it's not going to be renewed or it's done or it's on hiatus. But in this scenario, it's like you can fully watch season one and two and get all five stories. Yeah. I think in a few months, everything will be on there, but I'm not sure, at least this year. Yeah. Somewhere this year. I'm not sure. They will, I I will know when they tell me. (laughs) And I I definitely think that it's it's something important to wrap up um, and kind of for all of our listeners with your roles and, and acting and being a model, obviously you have a lot of confidence. So for maybe a redhead who's listening, who is like, oh my gosh, this woman just, I mean, we can see you and we, you're just beautiful and um, you exude so much confidence. So what advice would you give to a redhead who's maybe listening and struggling with maybe confidence or loving his or her red hair? Um, I think that being different is a big plus, especially nowadays. And I think that um, even though you had to go through a lot in your past for being different, it's now your, um, especially for me with acting, all the emotions that I felt in my past by being bullied or being an outcast, that's the things that I use during my acting right now. All these emotions, all my the baggage that I'm carrying, that's my gold mine. Mm-hmm. I can just take out there all the emotions that I need to play because I think with acting, you need to make sure that you give genuine emotions and not pretend like you're mad or pretend like you're angry or sad or whatever. And I can use that all now. I can just take it out. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I really, oh I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And look, look what you've done too. you know, for anyone who's been bullied, like the life that you've made and the career. And I can tell that you're so ambitious and you're so excited about your career. And that speaks volumes because I'm sure there's so many people out there in auditions and they're not in it a hundred percent, but you're going to get the role because you're in it a hundred percent and you're so committed and you love it. And I think that's the most important thing. Always keep believing in yourself, even though other people are telling you that you cannot do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica Chastain, I know that we uh, we were talking about her, but the award that she won recently, I can't remember if it was the SAG Award it, or... I think it was, she, when she wore the fuchsia, she was at the SAG Awards. Okay, yeah. okay. And her... Um, and an her star, Yeah, and her speech was exactly about that. Just keep, you know, it was mainly for the actors and actresses listening on don't give up all those no's, you know, push you to keep doing yes. And even if you're not an actor, I think that pertains to a lot of life people you know in different people's lives occupations whatever but I think it was such an emotional um we retweeted it right away and it's it's such an emotional speech I think and it really hits home but it made me think of um when you said you know just keep just keep working hard even all the no's 
Yeah, and I think it's for all the outcasts out there. I mean, mm. also for people that have another skin color, another sexual preference, that have been an outcast for whatever reason, maybe even size. Um, mm-hmm. Right, and what a powerful thing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. We've loved chatting with you and learning about your life and everything that you have going on. And we're excited to follow you on social and just keep up to date with everything that you have planned and all your just exciting, your exciting journey. Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with the tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. I loved her. I love her. Yeah, she was awesome. I think she gave a lot of great tips and advice that mm-hmm. redheads, if you know, listening, you can definitely take like uh, the confidence that we mentioned in the beginning of this episode on why we wanted to have her on, uh, colors to wear. So it's, yeah, and we're excited to just keep following her. And she is sort of like a breath of fresh air. And she was wearing a really, I mean, we can see her, but she was wearing a really beautiful blue, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a sweater or a shirt. So, And her hair was like parted to the side and was like voluminous curls. Like she said she had just Mm -hmm. done like something, but she looked so gorgeous. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. no, it was so much fun. Yeah, so we loved having her on. And daily, you guys, it's time for question and answers, but we get an array of questions from social media. Um, We get comments, emails, direct messages, and we thought it would be fun to bring these to the How to Be a Redhead podcast. So um, we'll answer a few that we have received recently. And if you're wanting to send in a question, definitely email us at h2barpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on TikTok or Instagram. Our handle is how to be a redhead. If you're not following us, which if you're not, do so right now. Um, (laughs) So the first question is, what are some of the best colors to wear with my red hair. We got this from Libby on Instagram. We thought this would be a great question to tie in with today's ep- episode with Dion. Um, I think, you know, redhead can wear any color. Adrian, I know ours yeah. are like black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite colors are like black and I love beige and white, but I step out of my color comfort zone I think yeah I think too a lot of redheads are afraid to wear color and I'm guilty of this at certain points in my life is like you're afraid to wear color because your hair is already so loud but I think a really great tip if anyone's looking to get into colors is to start working with dark colors so like let's just say I mean dark toned colors so if you want to wear pink Mm. And you're not into like an Easter light, you know, an Easter bright pastel. or pastel. Yeah, you can wear deep fuchsia colors, like what we talked about with Dion. You know, like that Jessica Chastain wore recently. Um, deep colors with like really warm undertones. In my mm. opinion, redheads can wear anything if it's in those undertones because it's so complementary yeah. all this to all the shades of red hair. And I just think that it's so super cool to to experiment with different colors. And I love wearing colors, but I really love a deep tone because I feel like it complements my red hair. Whereas sometimes Mm. if I'm wearing something that's like a little too bright or like a little not on the right spectrum of a color, 
then I feel like it kind of clashes with my red hair and I never want that. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think those are, that's the best tip I can give is to always go with, with deep undertones and you'll, you'll be in for the win. Of course, I think redheads can wear any colors. And I know she even mentioned red. Um, yeah, I love yeah. wearing red. I love wearing red. And I remember our stuff, like even on our book signings, um, or on our tours or wherever, wherever we are, I feel like you and I were always like, oh, one of us should be wearing red because it just mm-hmm. looks so good. It just looks so good on a redhead. Like when, a, when I see a redhead wearing red with a red lip, I'm just like in a dark eye. That's just so gorgeous to me. Yeah, same. And I was looking at Dion's Instagram page and I saw from a photo from last spring that she was wearing kind of like a color block outfit. It was um, a jumpsuit that was pink, fuchsia. And then the top underneath it was, so pants and the jacket were fuchsia and then the top was red. So I thought that was really awesome. And then her hair's down, it's wavy, wearing a red lip. So I know you guys definitely just yeah have fun scrolling through her Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, and have just fun exploring what colors depending on the time of year with the seasons. Um, especially in the the spring summertime, it's really fun to wear it on your lip if you're you know just exploring with color or wearing just a top or a dress. Um, and then you know when we get into the fall season, what we call redhead season, that's where you can really have fun with those deeper earth tones and as agents said, the dark, darker colors. So, so yes. And tag us in any of your, if you take any selfies or any outfits of the day or any getting ready with me videos. um, So we can see your beautiful uh, colors that you're wearing with your red hair. Um, The next question is from Audrey on Instagram. She said, I feel like my red hair is connected to self-esteem how mm. can I grow my self-esteem? Yeah. I think, and this was, did you say Audrey, Stephanie from Instagram? I think you already said that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I know what her, I understand what she's saying. She says, yeah, red hair is connected to your self-esteem and red hair is mm-hmm. connected to your confidence. And just like Dion was saying, like it's, it, it's something that all redheads struggle with. And I think, you know, you can grow your self-esteem when you learn to love your red hair. I think that that's the, yeah. the technique is that you can't really have confidence if you hate your red hair. Um, mm-hmm. And it takes time. It takes time to love it in most cases. You know, um, this is really random. But last night I was talking to my husband, Josh and stuff. We were talking and I was like, I don't know why I felt like telling him this story, but I remember in high school, I think we might've talked about this like on season one, but I remember in high school, some random guy that I was talking to asked me to dye my hair black. And he was like, oh my God, how could someone want, you know, your hair is like, your hair is so you is what he said. Like, so you. And I was like, I know. Right. And like, of course I, that never phased me. I would have never dyed my hair black. Um, But I don't know why I think I was just like, thinking about it because I love my red hair so much. Like I just feel like mm-hmm. it's me. I love the shade of it. I I love everything about it. So I don't know why I feel like a lot. I was thinking about how if that happened to me, it must have happened to other people too. And mm-hmm. so for Audrey, who's writing in, I totally understand how it can be really hard because 
anyone that you're dating at a young age may ask you the same question. And it's you feeling confident about yourself because when you feel confident about yourself, everyone will love who you are. You know, like I think everyone in high school knew that I loved my red hair. So they, I only got asked that question once, but I think if anyone senses that you don't love yourself, don't love your red hair, mm. then they're going to say things like that. So I don't yeah. know. That That's my personal journey. So true. But yeah, no, I feel so like true. you have to, it, it, it's, it's, I think that you have to, you have to realize nothing's permanent and things will pass. And I think when you're at like a young age, you think that everything is such a big deal. And then when you get right. older, now I have the perspective of like, okay, if I'm feeling this way about myself now, like I probably won't feel about this way about myself in two months or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. things pass. And I think sometimes things feel so permanent, but things get better. And if you know that it's going to get better, then then you'll really have great self-esteem. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, great, great response. I have nothing, nothing more to add. <laughs> Um, and our final question is from Dixie on Instagram and she wrote us saying, what are the best sunscreens for your face? Every face sunscreen I buy burns my face. Um, and Dixie, if you're listening, um, you know, we can't speak, I, we don't know what brands you used and your skin type, but Adrian, and I can't say you know, sticking to, if we're talking about a face sunscreen, uh, obviously body, this is relating to body too, but face, especially picking one that is a mineral based is very important. Definitely looking at the ingredients. We have a bunch of articles on how to be a redhead.com that focus on the difference between mineral and chemical mineral is, you know, over the years, they've changed the the texture of face mineral sunscreen. So it isn't as, it won't leave your skin if you are fair. It won't leave your skin pasty white. It's kind of more easy to blend in and to put on top of your makeup or under your makeup. Um, it's definitely sticking to a mineral sunscreen. And then depending on your skin type, there's a lot of brands out there that are made for sensitive skin, um, eliminating Oil, if you have oily skin, especially in the summer with the humidity, um, Adrian and I love tinted sunscreens, sticking to, of course, a mineral. But tinted sunscreens, if you're new and haven't tried one, it's great for uh, just kind of evening out your skin tone without having to apply a foundation, which no one wants to feel so heavy, especially during the summer months. So sticking to natural vegan options there's so many options out there and there's a lot of there's a lot of drugstore options too so just keep in mind guys mineral based and just kind of go from there and then experiment do a patch test on your skin so if, especially if you have really sensitive skin you don't want to slather it all over your face and then realize oh my gosh i i reacted as you said, you know, if it's burning your face, then try a little bit on your cheek and then kind of just starting off really slowly. If it's burning your face, chances are it's some of the chemicals. So sticking to an all natural one, Dixie, is probably best for you. And if you are using chemical, it could be the chemicals in that sunscreen, sunscreen. that, yeah, that are causing you, whereas mineral a little bit more gentle on on your face and 
and yeah, then you can kind of just build from there and, and see, but guess the, the answer is mineral. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, uh, we no, always no. do posts on like our favorite face sunscreens and we usually update it every year. We have like new body and face sunscreens yeah. that we love. So we'll pop those into the podcast notes too. But yeah, it's just, we wanted to, you know, really bring the confidence on this episode and so glad that Dion could be on with us and we could answer all of your questions. So want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand in this podcast, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on our website, howtobearedhead.com, on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with our interview with Dion and so much more. Rock like a redhead. Rock like a redhead.